podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Thanks for choosing this free Anfield Index podcast. If you'd prefer to listen to this or any of our other shows without adverts, then now's the time to check out Anfield Index Pro. With AI Pro, you can supercharge your entire listening experience. You'll not only get all of our podcasts without the ads, but you'll have them far faster with our quick publish feature available exclusively for subscribers. AI Pro also puts you in the heart of our sound studio with an option to listen to many of our shows live and interact with the podcasters in real time as the shows are recording. Upgrading couldn't be easier. AI Pro is available on all popular podcast platforms and we have our own apps for Apple and Android. Just head on over to AnfieldIndexPro.com and get started today. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, and welcome to another episode of Post Conference Special for Anfield Index. This time, ladies and gents, it was a, a really interesting press conference. I'm going to mince my words here. The day before Bayern Munich, yes, it is pre-season, but yes, Jurgen Klopp and, and new Liverpool vice-captain Trent Alexander-Arnold revealed a lot with the questions they were asked. And a bit of kudos, I'd say, to the um, to the journos, to all that were there. There were some really good questions, really probing, maybe generous in the way they answered, you could say, so to speak. But we got a lot from the manager. We got a lot from the lad from West Derby as well. So an interesting one that started again. With James Pearce seems to be first up. I know he's got dibs over in Singapore. Who knows? But he was first up and he was straight on to Jurgen Klopp about the man sitting to Jurgen's right, Trent Alexander-Arnold, as in, why did you pick Trent as the vice-captain? So great answer from Jurgen, really was. Said that the speculation had been high. He had many options for it. Said that he thought long and hard. And having known him for about seven years or whatever it is, Trent is ready for that responsibility because he's seen him growing and developing as a man. Love what he said here. He's got that specific DNA that you need at this club. He knows what I think, and we've had numerous conversations in the past. Didn't think we necessarily would do it this year, but that's the situation that we found ourselves in, which is understandable. A boy from Liverpool, a boy from West Derby, it's a big thing, and he deserves it. Now, we know Trent Alexander-Arnold is a a cool customer, you know, usually keeps his cards close to his chest, you know, sort of a good poker face, I would say, personally. Little wry smile at this, but love the way Jürgen answered this. This shouldn't be downplayed in any way. We are all excited by this appointment, as is the player himself, as we'll get to. So, naturally, James Pearce moved on to, to Trent to say, that conversation, the almost a fable moment now, who knows, with the way everything works out, that's been filmed by LFC TV. It was on the website, it was on Twitter, wasn't it? And they're having that conversation during training. So asked Trent, you know, how did he feel about that conversation? Actually said, thought he was telling me or about to tell me to stop giving the ball away, which typical Trent, cool, calm, collected, drew a little laugh as well, but lovely surprised. I wasn't expecting it at that moment. It's a special moment and one that I'll always remember. Pierce then followed up with, do you feel ready? Again, paraphrasing, but I love the way he answered this. I feel ready. I feel like I've been a leader by example and the lads see me in a leadership role. Love that. 
That's my mentality. Lead by example, take responsibility for what I do. But what's more important, there's more responsibility on succeeding this season. Love the way you said that, honestly. Put the team first, straight answer, you know, direct eye contact with James Pierce. You could see there was a real sort of, I don't know how I'd put it, definitiveness in the way he answered, the real sort of inner strength. I'm just going to be honest, I was looking on, you know, how he was on camera. Trent looked every inch the leader, ready to step up, as he said as well. And no doubt, you know, it's a special moment for a local lad, all those types of things. And James Pierce's sort of final question was around VVD and him in the role, and it was to Trent, it wasn't to the manager. So what was his answer? It said, yeah, it makes a lot of sense. The captain of his country and the the appointment of the role give the manager a headache, but a great headache to have because it could be so many of them. And as has been confirmed as a little side note in the manager's interview with LFC TV, it's Trent, Virgil in those two roles, but also supported by Robbo, Alisson and Mo Salah. So the natural group as the manager talked about. He also, Trent said about Virgil, he's used to the leadership role, very much so. He's done it for his country. Like the way he just gave a little tip to this as well, it's big shoes to fill with Hendo, but he'll do it in his own way. What's so impressing me with his early answers, as I said, Trent looks every inch the leader. He's answering as every inch the leader. He's thinking about the past, what's now forward-looking at the same time. He's thinking about the impact on and off the pitch. All the answers, this isn't about media training, don't get me wrong at all. They were just great. Such an impressive start to life as vice-captain, it really is. Then, and then again, I thought this was a a good question because it links to Bayern and the team we're playing. One of the journals asked about Sadio Mane and how it's gone or not gone maybe in Saudi Arabia, or sorry, in Bayern Munich, and now his impending move to Saudi Arabia. I thought that was a, a good question, really did. Jürgen asked, is it official? You know, they've sort of danced around it. It's not been confirmed, so but it isn't official yet, but it looks like it, 99% guaranteed. So he's honest. He said he left us on a high, a world-class player of that. There can be no doubt. And then he moves to a new environment with new expectations and maybe that plays a part, but I don't know. Lovely straight back by the gaffer there. He had contact, this is interesting, he said he had contact with Saudio, but we've not specifically spoken about this, maybe telling, I don't know. You need a bit of luck and it's not really been the case. He referenced his offside goals and things that's happened. We knew that would have an influence and Saudio is a proud man. Now, this is probably the bit, and I've separated it, that's going to get clipped reference because we know how Klopp likes a definitive Klopp comment, let's say, because they're comments, but maybe that's a, a combo of Klopp and a comment. So a comment will go with that that will be snipped and referenced. Okay? The influence of Saudi Arabia will have to see. Their transfer window is open three weeks longer. So that's definitely not helpful. UEFA and FIFA must find solutions for that. But we've had to learn to deal with it. And that's what we do. Totally get this. Now, you know, this is the one that's going to be in the mirror, your red tops, all your various articles and comments. People will expand on this. But he's not wrong, Jurgen Klopp, is he? We know the destabilisation, Saudi's bought to the European market. But the fact it's open three weeks longer than the European window, right through till nearly the end of September. 
you and I both know the absolute chaos that is going to bring to European football. But let's see what happens. But you know he's good for a comment. Maybe if he's going to make these topical comments as well, get them out in pre-season, you could argue as well, rather so he doesn't get snipped, clipped before we go down that route again as well. So he was asked about, you know, Bayern and pre-season, you know, why he chose this game, what made him lead to this. Said it's easily the most difficult game we've had in pre-season, which you can't argue with. He referenced Brian's previous games, who they played, top opponents. They've got world-class players in every position we went through, but we wanted a strong opponent. So it's the toughest, but it's what we need. Also referenced, if we defend to the, the level of last season, we will have real problems. So looking forward to it. And I agree again with the manager wholeheartedly, wholeheartedly on this. It's a good test because some of the teams, listen, we've shipped goals and they're not exactly from recognised teams, are they? So it will be interesting to see, especially with, you know, who plays in the six, who plays together. But overall, as a team, how we defend. (laughs) We're excited about the attack so far. There's no question marks against that. But the team defending, there are question marks against that. So it will be absolutely fascinating to see what happens in this regard. It really will. Interestingly then as well, a bit of a switch to to Trent. Asked about if he's allowed a moment to sort of self-reflect on everything that's happened. Gave a smile. Said, you know, it's difficult. It's a busy time. I've put in a lot of hard work to reach these milestones. It is a moment though where, you know, I've reflected and it's made me smile. Plot interjected at this point, maybe just a bit of support early doors. They said, and jokingly, I liked it. It can take a lot to make you smile. You know, they both had a little giggle in that. It's always been my ambition to captain this club. And this is a pathway and stepping stone to that. It's a role and responsibility looking forward. And I can't wait to get in and get the season started. Again, I just loved everything that Trent answered with. Forward thinking, ambitious, talked about the team wanting to be successful. Every single box has been ticked that you would want from a, he's not junior, so I don't like to use the word young at his age at 24, but from someone stepping into that role, all the attributes, confidence as well, almost a steeliness to him. I liked it. Every box ticked. And even to sort of finish for for Trent's final question, a great one again. Kudos to the Judos for this one. The midfield role, how he feels about playing that, and is it based on anyone? Trent, again, gave some bits away. It's clear to see I enjoy playing there. The adaptation brought the best out of me. And again, there's a lot more that needs to happen to iron out the creases, and that's what pre-season's for. So whether I'm starting there or I transition into it, it's about getting into those areas to help impact the game. He then obviously took the, the element about anyone his game's based on or admired. So he said he admired quality passes like Gerard and Alonso. I'm a student of the game. He said that specifically and then referenced how we'll study what to do. But that comment, I'm a student of the game. Again, people, how can you not love these comments? Simple as that. Clear to see, enjoy playing in there. I mean, that's that's no secret. Don't get me wrong. We all saw how much he raised his game when he played in there for the last sort of eight, nine of last campaign, whatever it was, and how the change, well, the effect, I should say, the change had on him. What I loved as well, and maybe not giving the game away is too strong, but pretty telling here as well, 
that whether I start there or transition into there. I could be reading too much into this. You could be reading. You could disagree, whatever. There's a strong suggestion coming now from what we're seeing. Even, you know, Costas played it in a bit of a half the other day. Liverpool seem very committed to this hybrid, to this change. You know, it, it doesn't have the feeling for me that 4-4-3 is not abandoned. It's not gone. I'm not saying that. But just listen to the clues they're giving us. There's a real feeling that this hybrid will continue, will be persisted with, and it's very much about getting Trent into that middle. That's what I took from it. You can watch it back if you want to agree or disagree. Then a couple of great questions for Jürgen. I say real, real kudos to the to the journos on this. Real kudos. He was asked about Curtis Jones in the number six. You know, because we've seen him there. Will he continue? He said, in this setup, he is one of the options. This will also be the ones that get clipped. So get ready for this. It's no secret that we are still looking solutions. And in the current setup, it's one that we're using and one that we have. Can he play it when no one else is defending? No chance. Said that really sternly as well. But in this moment, a proven six isn't available in the moment. So we see it as a positive challenge to find a way. It's been, or Curtis, I should say, he's been remarkable at the end of last season, he's had injuries, but he can definitely play that role. So much to unpack there. Yes, he is an option. My gut tells me as well, Chelsea, I would not be surprised if we see him by any means starting there. But that bit, he was deadly honest about it. They're looking for solutions. We already know that. But... In this moment, a proven six isn't available in the market. So what does that tell me or what am I insinuating from that? We know about Romeo Lavia. Stevie Wonder's seen about the links to Romeo Lavia. We are all expecting movement on that. But part of that is he's saying, yeah, Lavia for all the things people have commented, 19, unproven, blah, 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 all true. But Jurgen Klopp is telling you he is looking, he is not not seeing a proven number six in the market at this time, yeah? Which is interesting. And, and you know, again, we could be two and two, get 27. But what does that do to the likes of the names of Decore? Yeah, maybe all those that tick it off. And I'm not going to throw everyone like Code and Ture because I'm not going to limit them to that. But anyone, someone's like, guess who when you knock the tiles down for me? Anyone who is a proven six, quote unquote, it probably puts a question mark against their names. Now, before anyone starts shouting and screaming, does Jurgen Klopp tell Porky Pies in press conferences one million percent when it suits him? Does he give intimations about the way he's feeling? One million percent. Does this definitely mean, however we interpret it, we know for absolute certain what will happen to Liverpool in this market? Absolutely not. But it was a great question and the manager looked honest in the way he answered it. And you can only take him at face value for now, which I know people will also be shouting saying, he's done it before. I didn't disagree with that. Let's just work on it right now. And the final question, you know, which again, I thought a good one to finish with. They put the pressure on early, but asked some really good questions. So kudos to him today. What about fighting for the title? Very, very much a straight back now. Nobody knows that. 
We need a lot of points and we are able to win football games, but we'll need a lot, a lot of points. Yes, a club the size of Liverpool has to be successful, but nobody besides City can have that target. Everyone else will be to qualify for the Champions League. We might have the chance, and maybe if we're in second within striking distance, we don't know if we'll be there in that moment. But we're just focusing on one game at a time. Now, I have a couple of honest thoughts on this. I thought that was a great straight back answer largely. You know, we can't just say, yes, we're going for the title. That's not the way Liverpool operates. It should be a humble club, but it should be, as he said, one that targets success, winning a lot of games, all those types of things. Like the way he said, I think it's good to, as it should be, throw the pressure on City. That's how everyone will be looking at. Most people, understandably, may feel that City won. Who's two, three, four? I get that at the same time as well. Probably as a realistic expectation, let's be honest. Very few teams are going to jump from fifth to first, especially with the Europa on the radar. This isn't me being negative. This is bringing a realism mixed with a sense of optimism. However, it's before the season starts. And as he said, he, he, you know, he seemed an optimistic tone. Talked about being in striking distance. We've been there before. You know, talked about success. So as we... As we've been, when we've been the most successful, if you think back to that 1920 season, what was the mantra that came out time and time again? One game at a time, not getting ahead of ourselves. It was after the season where we'd you know, gone so agonisingly close. This is different, but as we've seen with the pre-season comments, as we've seen in this press conference, as we've seen from our manager and from our vice-captain, a steely determinedness. It's right to be excited. He answered it in the right way. The questions were great. It was a good press conference. Now, not everyone might get excited about a press conference. I know that. I don't really care. But today was a good one. And most importantly, what am I taking the most away from? Liverpool's vice-captain, Trent Alexander-Arnold, answering in all the right ways, showing a real steeliness to his character there. It was positive. It was a positive press conference. Let's hope it's a positive game against Bayern Munich. And let's hope it's positive in terms of the solutions, plural, that are set to come, as Jurgen Klopp told us we will be looking at. That, ladies and gents, was another post-conference presser for Anfield Index. We hope you enjoyed listening to this Anfield Index show. Please be sure to subscribe to our channel so future podcasts find their way to your device automatically. There's nothing quite like fan engagement and we'd love to know what you think of anything discussed on this show. The best way to get in touch is over on our free Discord community where both podcasters and listeners debate the hottest LFC topics 24-7. Sign up free now at anfieldindex.com forward slash discord. You won't regret it. You can also follow us on Twitter at Anfield Index and find us on Facebook by searching for Anfield Index. Oh, and before you go, we'd love it if you could leave us a five-star review on your favourite podcast app. It only takes a couple of seconds and it means the world to the people who create these free shows. Sports Social Podcast Network.